You're listening to the You Don't Know Me Yet Podcast Network. We're tuned in to Two Gems and a Mic with hosts Tanisha the Diva Mahomes and Linda L.D. Dorsey. Just know, if we're talking about it, you need to hear about it. Unwind and enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Two Gems on the Mic. I'm your girl, Linda L.D. Dorsey, along with my partner in crime. Tanisha the Diva Mahomes. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> I am What's... so excited about these playoffs. And uh, we got two special guests today. Darren Bring them in. Hey, it's Shane. What's going on, ladies? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? Hey, doing welcome, great, welcome, great, welcome. Great. Doing yeah, great. We just... Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thanks for joining yeah. us. I'm glad everything came power pop back up. We're ready to go. We're gonna yeah, get absolutely. right in. You are That's absolutely cool. worth waiting for. Let's hit it. Yeah. <laughs> let's start with let's start with last weekend. Right. <clears throat> so at first, we're gonna put them in order, the order that they happened, right? So the All first right. one was the Seahawks and the 49ers. Shaggy, give us your breakdown of this game. Well, I think Geno Smith came out and he played uh he's looking like he was playoff ready, you know. The Many people thought the 49ers were going to walk over all over them in four quarters because the 49ers are playing well since Brock Purdy has uh, reluctantly, well, I won't say reluctantly, stumbled into the job. He's got a great <laughs> head coach and uh, a, a great a great team around him. I mean, Christian McCaffrey was just traded at the wow, yeah. trade deadline, and he's added yep. a spark to them. But specifically to the game, Smith and DK Metcalf were hitting it off pretty. They were competing with them and they were up at halftime 17 to 16. But then the 49ers had that long drive to open up the second half and got it down. And it seemed like the Seahawks were about to answer. And, you know, it seemed like about to have a seesaw game. But once uh, sacked uh, Geno Smith and he turned the ball over, you know, the 49ers really took control of that game, yeah. you know, and, and ran away yeah. with it. You saw the big play by Debo Samuel. What do you think, Darren? Oh, look, I, I'm, you know, for me, this is what you're supposed to do if you're one of the top teams in the, you know, in the league. They, they were 13-4. and four. Seattle was only 9-8. and eight. I mean, so overall, San Francisco is a better team, and they showed it. I mean, it's one of the things where, yeah, the first half, it was, like you said, it was a one-point lead, one-point game that Seattle actually led uh, going into the half. But second half, they just couldn't, you know, they really couldn't stay with uh, with the 49ers and the 49ers, you know, look, you mentioned about the sack, but, you know, defensively, Seattle was, you know, Seattle was pretty good. I mean, they had three sacks on Purdy. But at the end of the day, just that, that talent started to kick in. And when you have Debo and you had Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, when all that stuff starts clicking and everything is clicking and Kyle Shannon get the play calling, you know, we saw what we saw, 41-23. Yeah. Tanisha, what, what's your thoughts? Oh, I mean, it was a whole, it was, you know, it was the same thing they said. It was tight. And then in the flick of the of the wrist, it was uh it was trouble. I mean, it, it just once it started rolling, they got going. Purdy got more confidence. He had struggled a little bit in the first half, but I mean he came out, adjusted. I think he got all those nerves out, and dude is ready. He's playing. And I have to admit, I'm impressed. I mean, I thought that that pressure would get to him, his first playoff game. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead he rose to the occasion. He adjusted and uh which means he's absolutely coachable. And like probably most people, I'm waiting for him to have that game where 
you know, it it brings it all back and it's like, oh, well, there it is. But I'm starting to wonder happen. if he's gonna have it. That's what right. I'm saying. I'm starting to wonder if he's gonna have that game. I mean, what, what you know, what if this dude rolls right on on, on over to the Super Bowl? They got yeah. a real problem over there in San Francisco. Good problem to have. But uh yeah, I'm impressed with him. I'm impressed yeah. with him. The 49ers are clicking. You get Kittle back, he's healthy, and all of a sudden, I mean, that team is rolling. That team yeah, is they're rolling. Complete. To me, they're a complete team um, from top to bottom. You know, oh, Shanahan's calling the plays, their defensive coordinator. It's almost like you go back to when Robert Salah, Robert Salah was there as a defensive coordinator. This guy has that same energy, and that defense has that same energy. So watching them, it's like a complete team. I can see them back in the Super Bowl. Like you said, they're going to have problems next year because you got Garoppolo, you got Trey Lance, and you have um, Purdy. What do you do yeah. if this guy takes you there? So oh, I mean, if, if he takes him there, then it's his job to lose. Uh, and, and look, and look, you brought up a good point, Demarco, uh, uh, the the uh, the defensive coordinator. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's it's as though he hadn't really lost a step going from Salah to to uh, to Demarco, and so that says a lot about uh, about Mike about Kyle Shanahan and his coaching tree as well that he's able to put the right people in position. Absolutely, yes. agreed, agreed, one hundred percent. Yeah, wow. let's let's move on to this next game, the Jags and the, the Chargers. I think this is one that blew, uh, blew my mind. So I'm gonna start <laughs> off and then I'll pass it on to y'all. You know, I'm I'm watching it, and I I, I uh, honestly was the person I was watching. I think Tanisha, you jumped on. We were all like trying to figure out what Netflix movie we were gonna watch. <laughs> you know, because I'm like, and I was very disappointed because I I called and I put a parlay on it. I called the Chargers. I mean, the uh, Jaguars winning that game. So I was so disappointed. Not the fact that they were losing, but the way they were losing. And it was like another interception, another interception. And I was like, you know, but they never gave up. And then I was like, okay, let's just keep watching. Let's just keep watching. And then we saw what happened, which was crazy. Um, so what you're saying is you wanted some money. <laughs> yeah. Because I, 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 I picked all the games for the weekend correctly, but I, that one just, it just kind of blew me away. So we're going to go back down. I'm going to start with Tanisha. What do you think? you I, I i i kid you not that game shocked the crap out of me i literally was getting my netflix ready i mean i'm serious i was ready to pop my popcorn i was like this is absolutely atrocious i mean pick after pick after pick after pick but then you know i'm gonna tell you what i walk away from that is when you see a team that digs deep like that and comes back Oh man, that's got to give you confidence for days. And the last time I seen somebody dig one out like that, and like the playoff was when the Chiefs, when um, when yeah. the um, Houston jumped out on them and was yeah. out there playing electric guitars in the air and everything, and before it all turned around, and I saw that same fight in the Jags. And uh, dude, uh, you know Trevor's, uh, he's looking, you know, he's looking better. He, he's showing that he's got uh, heart. Hey, that team is that team is um that team is uh is playoff ready. Watch out for. We're gonna talk. Yeah, gonna it's talk playoff about ready, them. baby. Yep, Darren, what you got? Well, just like Tanisha said, they've been playoff ready. They their last three games have been nothing but playoff games because they had to win to get in. So they're already playing at a high level. Um, I had Jacksonville winning the entire time, even even when they were down. It just felt like. You know, Doug Peterson, he was never too high and he was never too low. And, and he and he never once looked panicked in that ball game. And so he, he never does. The, yeah. And so even after the fourth turnover, he just went over to just uh, just he went over to, to Trevor and was like, we got this. And look, and, and people like to get on me because 
I don't think that Justin Herbert is as you know is as elite as everyone claims he is. Look, I think he's a good quarterback, but there are levels to this when it comes to being elite. And and look, I'm a big I'm a big proponent of what Stephen A. says when he when he talks to you know NBA Hall of Famers. You just can't be bestowing superstar on players when they haven't done, when they haven't won anything, just because they have a good season or they did this, did that, doesn't make them a superstar. It may make them a star on their team or in their city, but doesn't make them a superstar. In the so let me ask you a question with that. You saying all of that about being elite, are you putting that loss at Justin Herbert's feet? Uh, well, they only scored what, uh, well, what three points in the second half. I mean, there were, there were things that I don't think they ever got a first down in the second half. And so there were things that if you're that dude, Sometimes you got to take. No, nobody's saying. Everybody else is saying that he's that dude, whatever. But I, I think, I think. Well, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Let's shake you. We can come back to that. No, I just don't know. I mean, I just don't. I mean, look, I think he's a good quarterback. I just don't think he's elite at that at that level of Patrick and a few others. I mean, there are there are levels to this, and and I just think that uh, that he hasn't gotten there. And look, I do think that he was he was held back from coaching. You know, for for, uh, for some of the coaching decisions. But you have twenty seven zero. You got to close it out regardless. Right. And you well, know, good go ahead. point. Go ahead, Shaggy. My point is, once Jacksonville settled down and quit making mistakes, they were able to play their type of, you yeah. know, the way they like to play, and they were able to come back, you know, just to stop making the mistakes. What I feel like hurt the Chargers was they quit using Austin Eckler. They quit running yes. the football, and they definitely missed Mike Williams. So, yeah. Oh, of course. 100%. 100%. So without think- Mike Williams, they were able to stay up on, on Keenan Allen on the other side and just kind of – let the Chargers shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, there was a big a sack for this. The play of the game for me was when the Charger, where the Jacksonville was still down, I believe ten, and uh, it was they were facing third and ten, and they had a they blitzed their safety, and Trevor Lawrence ended up losing fifteen yards, but they got Joey Bosa for lining up in the neutral zone. Yep, yep. kept that drive alive. That was mm-hmm. yep. Jacksonville mm-hmm. scored a touchdown to pull within three. You know that would have that not only would have been a big sack, it would have took him out of field goal range. Yep. So I think with uh, Joey Bosa being uh, those critical penalties that he had, as Milk well down. as yeah, as well as missing Mike Williams and not using Austin Eckler to. Uh, his capability in the second half, I think that's what killed the Chargers more than Jacksonville's comeback. Because if you go back to the week before, week prior against the Tennessee Titans, you know the Tennessee Titans really slowed down Trevor Lawrence, and it took they did it took a blitz uh, the blitzing uh, cornerback to fumble to knock the ball out of a uh, Dobbs hand, which Josh Allen the Buffalo the Jacksonville Jaguars defensive end took yeah. in for touchdown. Mm-hmm. So you were seeing a lot of Jacksonville struggle in that game. That, in my opinion, carried on into the first half of uh, last Saturday's game. Are they a threat moving forward? Sure, because they did carry that. You know, they came back from twenty-seven down, but still, in my opinion, I think the Chargers lost this game. I do. Let me let me let me let me let me let me finish without. Okay. Let me let me let me jump in. You know, I keep hearing this, you know, not elite, not elite guy, whatever. I, if, if you throw the word out elite because you don't want to throw that word around, I think people are going to have to stop with this Justin Herbert is not doing what Justin Herbert needs to do. <laughs> Justin Herbert was failed by his coaches in that game. Justin um, Herbert threw 43 passes only had one touchdown. Yes. No, well, who's Her- calling the plays? Who's calling the plays, Justin Herbert or the coach? Joe Lombardi, wasn't it? Thank you. He's gone. 
So yeah. Justin Herbert's a young dude, and we talk about stuff. So I, I just think we put a lot of his feet when people come back, but you don't hear that slander of those players or whatever. Like now you hear, oh, what's his name? Uh, Lawrence, you know, he's elite. He's moving on. He's elite. But let's forget nobody about his four. So you got to be right. But nobody ever said that. It, the only people I think that are saying that Herbert's not elite or a lot of Chiefs fans, nobody else is calling him. Well, elite. no, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But, when you, but let me, I don't know. Let me, no, fin- when you, let me finish. When you say let somebody like Justin Herbert is a top five quarterback, you're putting him at a level that. that he's not. That, I know you, I what I'm saying, but but if, but if you look at what you what you hear and see around the league, they always talk about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrows. So I know you're but, not saying it, but I, the, I'm not the, saying, I'm not saying that's what I'm not hearing, but you're not letting me finish either. So I'm not going to put that game at his feet. Because if we say that, then what happened last year when the Chiefs lost, when they had that big lead, to the Bengals? Mm-hmm. So are we going to say Patrick's not elite or he had a bad game? He had a bad game. I think I I take the word elite out of it. I think Patrick is a damn good quarterback, oh, well, great okay, quarterback. Well, I think, well, well, I think well, let Patrick, me finish my thought, Patrick Darren. Let me finish elite. my thought. Let me title. finish my thought. Let me finish my thought, all right? Mm-hmm. So he is, and we're not going to turn it into the Patrick Mahomes show, but that's that's where I get – I think I get annoyed where everybody everything is is compared to Patrick. I, Let's I give agree. These guys their props. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's give, what I'm talking about. Give them their give them their props. He he had a good the dude had a good season. He he dealt with Played injuries. With and I think what killed injuries. them is last week when they played Mike Williams when they <laughs> there you go, Shaggy. When they didn't need to play Mike Williams. That hurt. Yeah, that was, yeah. I think you put exactly. Mike Williams in that game and you keep running the ball, you win the game. So I think that has a lot to do with coaching. Absolutely. But I think we beat that one to death. Y'all think we beat that one to death? I yeah. think so. All right, I let's think move on. But I'm still saying yeah, Justin Herbert is a good quarterback. Trust yeah. me, beating Justin Herbert is never a bad thing. Becky just in the league. Let's go Boy. to – okay, you're going to get the last word? You want to say no, it again I'm, so everybody can hear it? Because you got to no, say, say Hayden, Hayden, Hayden is looking real bad yeah. on you, Darren. Yeah, yeah, Hayden That's is not, not hate. Look it's, it's facts. That is hate. I mean, look, okay. I do understand that you all don't like facts. Facts is, is, is a dirty word, no. it, but he's not elite. There are levels to oh, this. He's oh, not elite. Say it. We're gonna, and we're going to put that in the highlights. Hey, Stephen Wade. That he's not elite. Right. There you go. So let's go talk about the Dolphins and the Bills. All right. Um, that was that was a, it was a get, better game than I thought it was going to be, you know. Because, I mean, first of all, I'm from Independence, Missouri. You know, we're losing power over here because we barely keep our city going. But we had our <laughs> own we had our own Independence, Missouri uh, hometown boy, starting quarterback Skylar Thompson out of Fort Osage. He was making a lot of uh, fans here or a lot of people here in Independence, Missouri, proud because he was it was the ultimate underdog. He played decent at Kansas State. And he was a seventh round draft pick out of Kansas State to go to Miami. So he was was the second last player. Second last player drafted. Right before Brock Purdy, ironically. But um, he was thrust into play, and uh, I wasn't expecting a game. I was expecting Buffalo to come uh, blow them out. But there was a whole slew of offensive – there's too many – what do they say? Too many chefs in the kitchen. There's too many cooks. I mean, there was too many people trying to – get plays into Skylar Thompson and so many plays didn't get out to the quarterback until it was too late. And, and it came all the way down. It came, even though Buffalo bills were had total yards, a whole bunch more than Miami, it came down to fourth and one at the 50 and they couldn't get the play in because uh, McDaniels the, or the head coach for Miami thought that thought it was, it was first, first down. Thought it yeah. was first down. So by the time they're out of timeouts, it, rather than just look straight ahead at the 50 yard line, he doesn't need to listen to a guy on the sidelines, a guy up top to tell him, no, it's fourth down. It turned into a a colossal collapse. 
to where um, it really yeah. handcuffed the rookie. But uh, for to seeing some kid thrust in from Independence, Missouri, into a that situation, I, I'm proud of him. He played well. But I feel like the coaches. We're going to talk about coaches. The coaching oh, yeah. staff really didn't help Skylar Thompson. No, not, not at, at all. all. I mean, he not had the press all. conference and he said after the game, McDaniel was like, "Oh yeah, I was looking down and calling the first and ten play." And then you could see him, and he said, "What? That can't and he happen." Was like, and that, that can't that, happen. That can't happen in the playoffs, let alone no. in the National Football League. It's just right. you have to be ready. You're out of timeouts. It's fourth yep. and one. You got to know. Use your use your optics. Just look. See that right. you're right there at the fifty yard line. What do you think of that colossal collapse, Darren? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, when you talk about collapse again, we talk about coaching. This is where the coaching let the players down. Um, and but also to an extent the players let you know let let uh, you know let the quarterback down as well because there were a lot of drop passes oh, in the first half because they could have broken the game wide open to where they they should have and I do believe they they took the lead yeah. uh, earlier you know I think around halftime or they or they were they were close to it but it was just one of the situations where I couldn't believe just how bad I think it was like. Seven, I think it was twenty to seventeen. Uh, uh, the Bills going into the locker room, but you know, you look at all the turnovers that that Miami had, and and putting themselves in position, they were still in position, and they actually took the lead, and they they were yep. in the lead late into the fourth quarter as well. And for me, it's one of the things where coaching let them down, and and to an extent, you know, people as we're going to talk about soon, you know, people losing their jobs left and right because of little things. And to me, I think the head coach is look for me. These are fireball offenses, you know, saying that you're doing right. because because you had a chance to beat, you know, to, to knock them off, but you're you know you're busy vaping on the sidelines and, and and you're not you're not concerned with or you're not paying attention to your timeouts because I think they call I think they call all three timeouts because they were about to they yep. were about to uh, uh you know get a delayed game and so it's like you know that can't happen as, as Shane said and so to that extent and look Josh Allen he was giving you he was he was giving the game away. He had three turnovers and, and the fact that, you know, that they didn't, you know, that they didn't, you know, they capitalized, but they should have brought it home and that they didn't. And so, uh, again, there's going to be a long off season. I know a lot of folks are talking about Tyreek and, and his playoff, uh, his playoff. Exit. Ain't nobody worried about Tyreek. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> you know, but, 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 but be that as it may, this is a game that the Dolphins should have won and blew it. Yeah. Right. Tanisha, what you got? About everything that y'all just said. There's no need to beat that dead horse. I mean, the, the coaching staff definitely let that kid down. Yeah. Um, you know, they should have had some of that rehearsed. I mean, you have to practice those situations, that situational football. There's no way in the world you should be on the wrong play. I mean, this guy is probably nervous as a long tail cat in a room full of rocking chairs as it is, thrust yeah. it out there, and then you get <clears throat> the opportunity and then you blow it. So, yeah, I mean, I think Schuyler did very well. Um, I, I Going in that game, I gave them very little chance, and I was impressed by what they were able to accomplish, all to be let down, you know, with some tomfoolery. Yeah, and I agree with you. I think at that point, you know, a Tom Brady or somebody with that experience, I'm going to say Tom Brady because I, I really do believe he would have been like, he would have known the whole situation. And if something wasn't coming in from the coaches, he would have known. So he's going to call a play. And he's gonna he knows a play that he's gonna call. This kid didn't have that experience. So no knock on the kid. The coaching staff's gotta own that one. Um, Darren, I think you said they should be fired. I don't think everybody should be fired. I think it was a learning thing for them because then you bring a whole nother because when you look at their season, if they didn't have some of the issues that they had with Tua going out and all that, wasn't a bad season. 
True that, but there, there have been ugly. coaches fired and then for less. Like, talk I, about I, that. I understand what you're saying. And there, it's a bunch of them that have been fired for less. But do you continue on that trend? So if two is coming back, which they say he is, he had a good team. Everybody learns from whatever, and you hope that they stay safe, stay healthy. Because you didn't have Teddy Bridgewater, and you were down to a third string who played, what, two games? So a lot to build on there with the coaching staff, and I think those conversations are going to happen. You can clear those things up. It's unfortunate that it happened in the playoffs, so you're gone. Early in the season, something like that happened, it never happens again. That will never happen again with that team. So let's move on to one of my favorite games of the weekend. (laughs) (laughs) We'll let you start. Go Uh, ahead and jump in. I'm proud. I, yeah, I am. I'm very proud. And you know me. I've been calling him what? Danny Pennies? Yes. Danny Nichols? Wouldn't give Danny him a dime. I'm going to call He played like Danny Dollars. What? He played like Danny Dollars on, 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 on Saturday. Um, what I was Dollars I was Yeah, what I was impressed. He played a good game. I mean, he, he, he broke a, uh, or set a, um, a playoff record. Right. Yeah, I think he yeah. 300, 300 yards, 75 yards. rushing yards, and a couple yeah. of touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, he was playing he like he was he was just clicked, like he was locked in. And the defense was playing well. But yeah. here's the thing, right? I'm not going to get too high on it. I love it because I didn't even expect us to be in the playoffs. And when the season started, I think we were doing our preseason stuff. I said, we weren't going to be in last place. I didn't expect us to be in the playoffs. But I'm going to tell you this. I have no confidence, and I've told you this all year long, in Kirk Cousins. So was I shocked Man. about it? No, because I picked it. Kirk Cousins is not that dude. Yeah. Wink Martindale, the defensive coordinator for the Giants, really had a good scheme. You know, he did this. That, who was the defensive tackle number 72? Wasn't he Lawrence? Lawrence. Lawrence yeah, from Clemson. He, uh-huh. Yes. He was, he yes. was causing a, a bunch of havoc. He had Kirk Cousins so flustered rattled. that on, yes, flustered, rattled, picket. I mean, either one on fourth and eight with the season on the line, with the season on the line, I think Kirk Cousins was anticipating Lawrence coming up the middle that he just dumped it off to uh, the tight end for three yards. Which was was insane. Insane. Like when he threw it, I had to look down at the TV and I said, okay, that's fourth down. Because yeah. I'm thinking, was it third down? He's just trying to pick up something. And our guy was a great open field tackle. The other thing, the other guy that was on him was Thibodeau. Yeah, I tried to go that, back and watch the all 22 footage of it to see, okay, what was he thinking? What was he anticipating? And the only thing, and I'm not I'm not trying to give Kirk Cousins the benefit of the doubt because it <laughs> might sound like I am, but he was anticipating getting hit by Lawrence who was coming through, but he still had time to at least make a play and look downfield past eight yards. Shaggy, that was the thing because nobody ever got to him. So when he threw the ball, you could see his face. He was like, damn, like I basically I choked on that. He choked. Yeah. What'd you think Tanisha after you saw that? Man, I thought Kirk Thuggins let me down. <laughs> I've been giving the dude the benefit of the doubt all year. Linda been on him. I mean, been stumping his neck out the whole year. I've been trying and trying to hang in there for Kurt. And I'm telling you, man, this son gun went up there and choked. And I got to hear this, hear this all day. I, I just went. That's why I would let her go first, man. I just couldn't believe it, though. I you just couldn't tell me that Minnesota shouldn't have won that game. And I Johnson. mean, it just went bad quickly. I, I was like, what is he doing? But you're right. Pressure burst pipes. He was nervous. That's in, total- what happened. in totality, it looked it was the Giants game. You could feel in the fourth quarter that the Vikings were trying to play 
trying to keep up with the intensity that the Giants brought. Like I said, Wink Martindale had a great scheme. Uh, they were they were more physical. That defense really what what where was Justin Jefferson? Where was he? Dude, during, that's what I'm day? trying to tell you. But I told Tanisha for the last three yes. what was the last three four games, and I said if they're paying attention and and Wink Martindale he's a good he's a good defensive coordinator. If they're paying attention, Jefferson ain't been hurting nobody in the last three, four games. So whatever, and, and I, that's one thing I hate about some of these games when you watch them on TV, you can't see what's going on downfield, what's covered, what's not. So he did get open for a couple, but I, I got to say our secondary played great. I thought yep. they played a great game, and I was really impressed with him because I thought he was going to be a problem. And I told Tanisha that may be the problem, but I was sticking with my Giants because I think when when the Vikings scored and we came right back and scored, I was like, okay. But I'm, I'm going to say this, though, man. I'm going to say this. Man, that damn day ball, man, he man. has gotten the best out of Danny Dimes. Do you hear me? He is Word. hands down to me the coach of the year. I mean, this dude is literally taking players and finding out what they do well and scheming it up. And you got to give them props because nobody thought y'all were going to be in there. And we, they, nobody definitely didn't think after watching how Minnesota started that you guys would go in there and make them look crazy. No, so, they were 13 and four. They were 13 and four. You. We were nine, seven and one. I mean, and we had to go to their house to do it. I mean, Darren, you've been quiet on this one. You don't want to get my Giants? Yeah, jump, jump on in there. Um, yeah, I mean, there. you know, I'm trying to let everybody say they take. I don't want to be, you know, so... Yeah, you kind of shook your head on my day ball quote, so go ahead. No, no, I just think, to be honest, I think uh, I think he's going to win, but I think Doug Peterson deserves a lot of credit and, and a lot of votes for Coach of the Year. You, you remember they, the Jacksonville Jaguars did have the number one pick two years in a row, so and they were they were horrible last year to come back to win the to, to win their division crown and advance in the playoffs as well. So I think they did something that the Giants didn't do, which is win their division. Now, be that as it may, when it comes to this this particular game, this game reminds me if you if you stop and think about it, I know I know Linda will. Which reminds me of the 2007 New York Giants. You got to remember the last last game of the season. They you know they went toe to toe with the New England Patriots. Lost, I think they lost a close game and then came back in the sure Super Bowl did. when they faced. They did what? This this, this was one. just like and this was just like this where they faced each other Christmas Eve. Game went down to the wire. I think uh, I think the Giants. I think the Giants threw an interception or something. But but the Vikings ended up winning that game. It was a close game. Thing like twenty four. What a sixty two yard. Yeah, sixty one or sixty two yeah. yard field yeah, goal so, with no time left. Yeah, yeah. No so time. so and so so for me. The Giants already had the blueprint to what it was going to take to beat the Vikings, and they did this time around. So, for me to be honest, uh, you know, if I'm, I know the Vikings are talking about bringing Kirk Cousins back, but I, you know, I would have went after Deshaun Watson last year Look, instead of Kirk Cousins. You see my face? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you hit him with the please, did you? You know, because this, because the, the Vikings, he, he, just he's not, not going to get you there. And I watched, not, yeah. No, yeah, I watched and Jefferson need, walking up and down the sideline. And I'm thinking, he thinking, for real? Well, and the other thing, too, there's no excuse for you to not get the ball. You know, even if you, I mean, hell. You, throw it you at got, him. You, yeah, you got to throw the ball to uh, to Jefferson. Hell, you threw it in triple coverage when you beat Buffalo. And not, even just, not even That's just Jefferson. You got Osborne. You got no, no, I get it. I, no, you got I get Hawkinson. It, but, Man, but you then, got a plethora. I get it, but, the, but that very, to throw the ball to that very, yeah, but that very, but that very last play, you throw that ball to Justin Jefferson. Period. Okay. Yeah. Well, you might get a flag because you know they'll, they'll they'll throw a flag on us at the end of the game because like they tried yeah. to get him. They gave him fifteen yards when they when when they um they called that a roughing the passer and that even the commentator and whoever the 
official is that was he was like roughing the passer. He's like he still had the ball when he tackled him. So it was like you know, worse. I always feel like I, I was like, here we go with the nonsense. So you know, yep. that's what I was thinking. But, but, but shout out to the Giants, so yeah, yeah, we'll absolutely. See, we're gonna talk about what's coming up. This game, I don't know who who wants to start here on this game because I just wasn't. I, I'll start because I look kind of like the Miami and uh, Buffalo game. The Ravens should have won this game, you know, and and obviously it, it turned on that fourteen yard swing when the quarterback mm-hmm. tried to do, you know, treat, he thought I guess he thought he was Trevor Lawrence and tried to throw, you know, try to dive <laughs> across the goal line and and it got punched out and and he he swung up and down. He's like, no, it wasn't a touchdown, bro. He was a young, nah. yard short. He had to be about three so, yards when he jumped. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. like, I, I I think to an extent, I think I think Harbaugh kind of let them, you know, kind of let Hundley down some because they were in this game. I mean, they were, I mean, man, they were. I mean, it was a hard hitting, but again, just like the just like the Dolphins and the and the Buffalo game, this is what happens when you have division rivals face each other for a third time. And so, yeah, I yeah. never I never thought it was going to mm-hmm. be a blowout. It's going to be close all the way, all the way to the end. And you know, again, I think Baltimore should have won this game, but you know, the Bengals pulled it out. The Bengals have had, I think, a rabbit's foot um, in some of these mm-hmm. games that they won. Shaggy, what you what, what say you, Shaggy? <laughs> I think that the Bengals um, survived by the skin of their teeth. You know, they lost what two offensive linemen, and uh, yep. they, uh, Marcus Peters was in there being Marcus Peters with swagger. I think he got in their head uh, because T. Higgins yep. and. The other receivers, they were they were doing much, and they not were not much at all. That Baltimore Ravens defense kept, along with the Baltimore uh, with Cincinnati Bengals losing their offensive line, their left tackle, and they had a backup right tackle coming in, and I think their guard was injured, and they their defense left them every chance. Baltimore Ravens defense kept their their in the game to win this game, and man, they just they they milked the clock. When they when they were getting down the field, they didn't have a good two minute drive, and uh, it was just it wasn't wasn't good. What do you think, Darren? I mean, two minute drive was what it was, but again, I thought some of it had to do with coaching. Yeah, uh, you know, and, yeah, and again, at the end of the day, I think the coaching failed them because they never really got a chance to really put Justin Tucker in position, you know, saying to kick some extra field goals. So, but. Overall, you know, again, this this should have been a game that the Ravens, including you know the Dolphins, game that they should have won. But you know, it sets up good things for the for the divisional matchup this weekend. Yeah, things happen. Tanisha, what you think about the game? I mean, the coaching let they let them down. Same same thing they said. They didn't miss anything. I mean, I I knew it was going to be closer. Um, they I knew it was going to be closer than people were saying it was going to be. I didn't think it was you know really going to go down to, you know, the jumping and, you know, him over there thinking he, you know, on the one and he's at, he's three or three yards three out yards and thinking, out. yeah, yeah I mean, I, I'm not sure what was going on there, but, um, but I thought they, you know, the Ravens, you know, played and they, they, they gave it what they could and, you know, they came up short yeah and uh, sure. the Bengals escaped. We'll see what happens next week. They did. All right. Let's, let's talk about this last one, the Monday night game, the Bucks and the Cowboys to me, um, you know, Tanisha, I'm not. I'm a Giants fan, so I'm not a Cowboys fan. We know that's clear. <laughs> the game to me, the game to me was a dis. I wanted a game. It was a disappointment. I thought I the Cowboys. Why. I thought the Cowboys played a good, solid game. Um, I know everybody's like, "Oh, that's all we need to do," and so they move on to the next round. And it's to me, it wasn't the Bucks. The Bucks were garbage. I thought the Bucks were garbage. Um, I don't know why they look like garbage. I mean, they're gonna blame it on everybody. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later. But I just thought. 
I mean, they had a lot of injuries on this season. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean they, he, he lost Ryan Jensen before the season even started, and players would drop hell. Julio Jones got injured, I think, in, in the first game, even though he caught a touchdown. I think he got injured in the first game against the Cowboys uh, and, you know, was coming back. When, Julio, when has Julio been healthy? When's the last time? No, no, no I get that. Healthy? No, I get that, which, yeah. is, which is a – you know, makes you <laughs> makes you scratch your head as as to why they even went after him. So, him right. You know, I mean, Leonard Fournette. You know, he he came into camp overweight, and so there were a lot of you know there were a lot of things that did not work in the Bucks' favor throughout the season. And then Tom Brady, you know, as the reports were talking about, you know, changing plays and stuff, and meeting with the players before the night before games and stuff. And yeah, there were a lot of things. And of course, uh, as usual, we know who got blamed for it. So that's my thoughts on it. But and I will say this. Um, you know, we got to give Dak credit because because he is a quarterback of the Cowboys. We do, you know, we do hold Dak to a different standard than other quarterbacks. Um, you know, whether he's with the Cowboys or not or, or around the league, uh, I thought he played probably one of his best games, if not his best game, as uh, as a starting quarterback. Now, the question, which is fair to ask, is can he be consistent, and will it carry over to next week's game against San Francisco? But in this look game, here, party a, pooper. Off, Let me take no, over. That, hold on, hold on. As, as they one off, I, th- I think <laughs> Dak, I think Dak played extremely well. It should be player of the week. He is. He probably will be. He probably will um, be. Dak went out there and played his butt off and uh, showed the naysayers. And everybody, all week, all I heard was Tampa Bay this and Tampa Bay that. And, <laughs> and, 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 and who's getting fired on the team? Who's getting fired on the Cowboys? And McCarthy's out of here, and, and which I, I believed he was too, though, to be honest. If they'd, have, if they'd have lost that game, he'd have been out of there. But Dak did what he needed to do. And I'm happy to say that my quarter, that's my quarterback. Oh, whatever. And we got that done. We got okay. that done. Okay. And um, I was also, um, you, you said, why? That pressure. They was on Tom like white on rice. You hear what mm-hmm. I'm telling you? And you saw it. He couldn't get rid of that ball fast enough. He was circling. He was throwing and doing a circle at the same time, getting ready to dodge the hit. We was on him. And yeah, that's what happened. Was. He looked very that uncomfortable defense, all baby. night. Yeah, all night long. Get him, give him some props. Yeah, he looked he all looked right. very uncomfortable. Shaggy, what you say about the game? I like I said on the Big Mahomes show right here. See, <laughs> I, said, I said on the Big Mahomes show in spring in the spring, it's going to be the Chiefs and the Cowboys and the Super Bowl. Um, I'm, hmm. I don't just say that because I'm trying to butter up to the Mahomes family because I, I love them. That they they're good people, but I think. Tony Pollard doesn't get enough credit as a running back. And you throw in oh, no. Gallup and C.D. Lamb along with that defense mm-hmm. with Micah Parsons. And who who's the Alabama cornerback that me and you, Tanisha, talked about two years ago, got drafted that led the NFL interceptions last year that's arguing with Steven Smith? His name Diggs. is Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. yeah. Diggs. I wanted the Chiefs to draft him, but, but we took Clyde. But that's another story for another yep. day. But the Cowboys are a good team. When they want to turn it on, they can. And in my opinion, all they got to do is beat the uh, 49ers and the Giants or Eagles, and they're they're in the Super Bowl. So they just got to keep playing at a high level. I don't know what's going on with the kicker. That's another story. I don't know if well, – he would think he'll be fine. I think he kicked, uh, it, he kicked it out of him. No, nah, they already got somebody on the way. They, got the guy, they signed somebody to the practice squad, but they let him kick the last field goal and the last extra point. I think he got it out of his system, but – Let's take a quick break, and we're going to talk about this weekend's games coming up. Uh, We'll be back in 30 seconds.
Hey, everybody, welcome back to Two Gems and Mike. Let's jump right on in here, and we got our matchup, so we're going to keep them in order. Who's playing? Yes. Let's start with the Jags and the Chiefs. Shaggy. Shaggy. Talk to me. We ain't stretching this, it out, are you, Shaggy? Let's get ready. This is a game where ah. the, number, the number one seed in the AFC is obviously the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they are the better team. You, you, you never underestimate their opponent, but – the spread is, I believe, eight and a half or nine. Uh, this is this is Patrick Mahomes' legacy. I mean, he's about he's one win away from going to his fifth straight conference championship game. His in all five years of him being a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, every time we talk about Patrick Mahomes' stats, we always say it's unprecedented. But I guess as we're talking about Patrick Mahomes, it's not because it's just the way it is. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the National Football League. He this is his game. It's his his team, and I, I think the Chiefs will win this game, thirty-four to seventeen. What do you say, Tanisha? Talk to me. I'm going to let you know. I, I'm. I'm expecting the Chiefs to go out there and get it done. I mean, they've had the bye week. Um, you know, excuse me, they're off. They're ready. Um, I know where Andy is good at preparing when he has that extra time. I'm expecting them to go out there. I'm expecting those fans to to pump them up, and I'm expecting you know them to show them all kinds of stuff that they haven't seen. I I believe that uh, the Chiefs have been hanging on to some 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 trickery and some plays and some things that they're going to unveil. And I think the Jags are just unfortunately going to be the ones to get the short end of the stick on that. I think this is going. I think this is the Chiefs. Uh, it's going to be the Chiefs' game, and I'm uh, I'm not sure if it's going to be 34-17, but the Chiefs will win convincingly. Absolutely. Darren? Well, I mean, it, it benefits me professionally if the Chiefs win, and I do I do believe Kansas City wins. I think Tanisha nails it on the head that Andy Reid is, is very well in coming off of a bye week, having all that time to prepare. Um, I, I think the biggest thing for, for the Chiefs to do is they have to match the intensity of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars have been in playoff mode in the last two weeks, so it's, it's, it's going to be very important for them to match the energy right off the bat. And I think you're going to get a lot of that with the with the crowd, especially based off of the you know the comments that Trevor Lawrence had made. Now, uh, you know Shaggy Shaggy made an, an offhand comment about Patrick's legacy to an extent. I you know I, I think this game this game kind of mirrors that because yes, I'm thinking about it. The last time we saw this team in the playoffs, they were walking off the field in Arrowhead in a loss in the AFC Championship game. How do you respond back? Well, you know so. So, so for me, I'm, you know, this lets me, this gives me an idea of what kind of measure of, of, of a man are you or, or the team to be able, you know, send to come back and, and look, you are the better team record wise and everything else. You beat this team before you beat them by 10, even though they scored a late touchdown, it was a bigger, it was a bigger spread. I think you had them by 17 before the late touchdown. But, and they won that game too with three turnovers. Yeah, and so yeah, and absolutely. So, think about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Patrick had Patrick had four touchdowns and interception, and Trevor. I mean, not Trevor. Um, uh, the kick Harrison Bucker missed the kick. So, this time around, I want to see how Kansas City responds. Go out there. You know, you're the better team. You have the home field advantage. You got everything. Play clean. Play clean football and get out of there. I got the Chiefs winning. Uh, thirty twenty one. Okay. I think. I think. Yeah. I think Chiefs. I think you know Chiefs hands down. Um, I don't think the, the the Jaguars just fold up because I think it's a great uh, – they have a great coach. They're awesome. So coach. they're not going to go out. And that's the kind of coach that prepares them to say it doesn't matter who you're playing, right? Yeah. So he's he's that guy. 
But like you said, the intensity, the Chiefs have to come out with that. And I think they will because mm-hmm. they have a great combination. And with the combination, I mean, the coaches are going to prepare them. The fans yeah. are going to pump them up. You got young dudes that are excited and pumped up because they're in a play. This is their first playoff game. Then you got some veterans that are like, yep. So you put all that in, you got your perfect storm, and the team, I think, can play a um, – we, we know what they can do. It's well, just and, a matter and, of going and, out and there one other thing, too, one, one thing that you have to watch out for, you got to watch out because they'll try to steal an exposition like they did in the first game where they, you know, first first, first, uh, first play of the game, I did an onside kick, got the ball back, and even though they didn't score, but that was something that you but have to overall, watch out for. I mean, the Chiefs special teams uh, – Yeah. No, I guess, that's no, a chicken But this guy, Agnew, Agnew – Agnew, who returns the kicks, he he he's been he's hey, it's trouble. He's, he's, like number, watch he's like number five in the in the in the league for return he, return yards. So you got to watch this guy because that could be you can go down and score, and this guy comes back and he's got them lined up at the fifty yard line because he's doing that. So you got to have your special team. There's things, and they're gonna have to make adjustments. I'm not saying the Chiefs is gonna come out and it's gonna be like, you know, it was last week or whatever with the four interceptions of this that. But if the Chiefs stay focused, play their game. I don't think you you can. They are the better team. Yeah, I was hoping that we'd get McColl back right here and maybe get some good returns on you know with McColl and and uh, unfortunately we're not gonna get, we're not gonna get him back and uh, you know so hopefully you know we can get some good field position and uh, you know get rolling and match what yeah. they're doing and uh, you know and knock this game out and do what we uh, you know handle your business. You had well, a week off. Hold on. The, the, and the biggest thing is, got keep in mind, because the Chiefs beat the Jags, you know the Jags are going to make adjustments from what happened the first game. The question is, what they adjustments? They both should. Well, I, that's what I'm saying. Well, because the Chiefs had three turnovers. Happen? So if you play a cleaner game, you still beat them by 10 with three turnovers in that game. No, no, so I get that. you but make what those adjustments. Is, I get that, Linda. But what I'm saying is, is, is that you think about how they, you know, the the – the year they lost the Super Bowl, they went down in Jackson. I mean, they went down in Tampa and blitzed them like twenty-eight to zero to start the game off, and they held on to win that game later on in the game. But Kansas City didn't make it. Now we know the situation, but Kansas City. Well, everybody was hurt. Who was who was hurt? Who I mean, who was healthy? No, 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 when they no, played no. in the they, Super Bowl, who was healthy? Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying, but you, but you stood, but you nobody. Stood yeah. <laughs> the quarterback <laughs> wasn't even healthy. He was running. He ran five hundred yards, but he wasn't healthy. On the plate. We know that. What the that. following week he had a, he had surgery, so. You you weren't gonna win that. Nobody was gonna win that game. Nobody that I played against Tampa Bay was gonna win that game. Squad. Shaggy, what you got? I was gonna say uh, Jacksonville gets our respect. Doug Peterson and Andy Reid are tight, but I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see the elite uh, the elite level of the Chiefs play against Jacksonville, similar to you know when the Indianapolis Colts came back from the Chiefs nine years ago in the playoffs. They were down thirty eight to ten. They won an emotional game at home. Then they went to New England, and you saw who the better team was, even though the Colts were bringing in that momentum. Similar to twenty years ago when the San Francisco 49ers were up thirty six or down thirty six to fourteen to the your New York Giants and Jeremy Shockey, the 49ers came all the way back. And then the after the 49ers came back, they went and they lost to Tampa. I just mm-hmm. think that the Chiefs are going to be the better team and they will they'll take care of it. I agree. I agree. Absolutely. I think we all agree the Chiefs are going to do it. I think it's just going to be how how do they do it? I don't think yep. there's a doubt that they'll do it. How do they do it? All right. So I'm <laughs> this game here. Yeah. I mean, you know, when you when you playing somebody within your division, it's tough. I'm not counting my Giants out. I don't know what Hurts is going to look like because he's hurt. He's still injured. So that takes away the running or. You're like, what do you do? Because you could win this game and then you don't have a Hurts. Or, you know, it's a playoff game, so I'm going all out. I'm going to run. I got to do everything I got to do and deal with the pain. 
So um, I don't know. I don't know. Let me hear what y'all say. We think. Derek? I mean, I think you know. I think this is going to be a, a good game for the Giants again. Division, division foes. Uh, I think the Eagles swept them in the regular season. They do. The Giants do have some momentum, but I just think talent-wise, overall, you know. And I don't even care the fact that Jalen Hurts might not be a hundred percent. I think it's going to. Be, I think it's going to be a good game, and I, I do think the the Giants put points on the board. But I just think when it's all said and done. The Eagles are just going to be too good and too strong, both on offense and defense, against against the Giants that they'll pull it out. I think talent wise, so I agree with you there. If you put look at it on paper, we don't match up well with them because shit. What do you say, Tanisha? We don't even know. I got to look. You don't at, know half. I look, half I the time the watching the game, I'm like, I'm telling you who your rookies are. Yeah, I'm like, who is that? Who caught that? I'm like, that's Bellinger. That's Bellinger. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling I mean, you, you know, these are guys that like are popping out of nowhere. They came up from the practice. They weren't on the squad. Yeah. You know, I I can tell you who Kenny Galladay is. You know, yeah. I can tell you who Darius Slay is. But you yeah. know, Slay's catching stuff. He almost messed us up last week. But Bellinger. Yeah, Shaggy, what you say? I think a, a, a Giants defense, if they could, if I know Jalen Hurts is better than Kirk Cousins, but I think that if Wink Martin <laughs> comes out with a scheme that, and if they keep playing physical, you know, I, I like the Giants' chances because of uh, they're they're playing with momentum, and to compare them to coming in to play in Philly is different than the Jacksonville coming to play in Kansas City because while Philly is the number one seed. Are they that much different, Linda? You got to see them play the Eagles twice this year. How did the Giants look the last two times, or the last time they played against Philadelphia? That's well, you I'm know, like. la- right. The last time we played them, it was like we weren't even playing anybody. Right? They needed to get that spot. We weren't. That game wasn't going to move us up. It was or the move final us game down. of the season. It was just two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. It? Right. Yeah. So yeah. we didn't even care. So it was like right. one of those. Just don't let anybody get hurt. We don't even yeah. care who 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 plays in this game. They win. They needed that win, and they couldn't take a chance. So that's why they put Hurts out there. And he played to guarantee them that number one spot because they couldn't give it up. So I don't know. I think that might have played to our advantage because you didn't get to see it, really see us twice. Right. You know what I mean? So you saw us once and you beat us. But the team that we are that we are now has just been clicking. And I'm like, eh. and like you say, for coach of the year, I'm going with him. I mean, the coach from Detroit, he could have been coach of the year. Peterson could have been coach of the year. I just think this guy with everybody that was, you know, went down, that was hurt and all that other stuff and the quarterback because, Daniel, Daniel Jones is not a number one quarterback. He wasn't drafted as a number one. You know what I'm saying? So what he's playing with, and like we say, unknown, when you're a, 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 a fan and I bleed blue and I don't know who half the players are, I, I got to look them up. It's, it's time. <laughs> Every game, I'm like, who's out there? Who's out there? You know, what's going on? Daniel um, Jones was a six-round pick, wasn't he? Oh, Daniel Jones? Yeah, he was a six-round yeah, it, it, it wasn't the right you pick. I didn't say it was right, but I'm just saying he was. Okay. You know, he said he wasn't the okay. number one pick. I was like, uh, yeah. No, he, I'm just Barkley's saying, like, compared to Saquon Barkley, looks really good. Oh, he looks field. really good. He looks Man, really he good. Looks, he looks yeah. like, you know, keep in mind, we don't see a lot of Giants games here in the Midwest because we're focused right. on watching the Chiefs or what's going on in the AFC West. But in what I've seen from Saquon Barkley and the limited snaps I've seen this year, he's look he looks really good. So if he can keep he's, him in and the he's game, catching he, the ball, yeah, he's, he's catching the ball well and. Um, his backup, Matt, Matt Breida's playing well. Right. I mean, and they're getting, they're a little loose. I mean, they did that Statue of Liberty play. They're a little loose. Daniel yeah. Jones is running good. I mean, I always thought he could run. He right, just didn't right. run enough for me because I'm like, dude, run out of that. Like, you're just sitting in the pocket, like, moving your feet, not going anywhere. So it's just like in the last five weeks, because, you know, we went on that slump. I was like, oh, we going to make it to the playoffs. 
It's like he's really got focused and improved. And that team has a lot of confidence in them. I have a lot of confidence in our defense. So I just want to see what they bring because they're going to come. They got some pride. They're going to come with it. So the Giants pride. are going to get better, especially offensively with Brian Dayball as their head coach. Oh, yeah. You know, we saw Josh Allen get better each year. And I, th- I think hopefully for your sake that we'll see the same thing from, from Daniel. What do you think, Tanisha? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you, I, I think Philly's going to pull it off. But I'm going to be honest with you. Daniel Jones is, you get ready because they about to sign him. They about to give him some good old money. I've been trying to tell you that. They're going to pay this guy. And I also think you guys are going to put up a really good fight here. And I really don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's 50-50, more like 60-40, but you guys have a really good chance. If y'all can scheme this up right, y'all might can go out there because I'm not sure that Hurts is healthy enough. Like, you get out there and you and it gets tight and you're trying to air it out and you're not quite right, you know, I'm not sure that he's 100% healthy. And I think that that might end up, you know, costing them. Trying yeah. to do a little too much. I agree. I agree. We'll see. I'm. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm going with my Giants. I'm yep. going with my Giants. Will I be I terribly? Yeah, I'm going with them. And then will I be like? I'm. I won't be like devastated if we don't pull it off. I think we can pull it off. But I'm proud of what the team has done this year. So, uh, I'm feeling good about it. I. I just want a good game. I want a good All game. Right. All right. Let's let's go to this next one. So we got. <laughs> I, the Bengals and Bills. Yeah. I'm. I'm just off the bat. For me, I'm I'm going with the Bengals. Me too. I just, to me, I don't know Bengals why are, my gut says the Bengals. My Bengals, my my gut's been telling me the Bengals. To me, the Bengals is about to win the game that that got canceled. Um, and I think the Bengals are they're just you know you got Hig with Higgins chasing boy that's that's too much with Hurst. I mean that's just too much. I think that they're gonna go out there and they're gonna really uh give uh give the Bills some blues. The offensive line. Running. The, I'm sorry. Were you done, Tanisha? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm concerned about the Bengals tackle yeah. situation. Yeah. I think that, that could eat them alive in Rich Stadium in Buffalo. Uh, Joe Burrow does have the three weapons, and he's a lot better quarterback. He's not inexperienced like Skylar Thompson. So I think uh, Buffalo, if they don't turn the ball over, I just think Buffalo is going to win by four. Uh Don't get me wrong. I'd love to see Cincinnati play, of course, to line it up to bring it back here. But I just think Buffalo is going to somehow pull this out. What do you what are you feeling, Darren? Honestly, I've been going with the Bengals. I think the Bengals were going to win that game. I think they were about to jump up 14 to three when they played in Cincinnati. I think they have a look. They're playing with a chip on their shoulder as well. We know about, you know, DeMar Hamlin and and the situation where they're going to try to run him out prior to the game and try to get the crowd emotional. But, you know, it could also be a situation just like you saw in Miami. You're on such an emotional high and you start making mistakes and they almost lost that game. I believe mm-hmm. that if they if they turn the ball over like Josh Allen did three times, Cincinnati, oh, you're not- they, they do have the weapons to to actually yes. capitalize on it. And Trouble. so, yeah, I, I think I think the Bengals do win. I, I don't, you know, it's not for any. Like, I hope they win because I don't want to have to go to Atlanta. But uh, but <laughs> I, I do think that they do have the talent. And look, the Bengals create a a, a, a nightmare matchup situation with their with their receivers and with Joe Mixon. And look, we we have to remember Bob Miller got got injured and he's not playing this game. So there, you know, so so that's also a situation as well that we need to watch out for. Is even though they have a pretty much a makeshift offensive line, uh, the Bengals do really can 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 the Bills get after? Can he get after? Because look, we we seen when they play Kansas City that Joe Burrow can get that ball out and get it out quickly. Yep. 
Yeah, I think I think and I, I, I agree with you guys. Um, but Shaggy, that is a concern on his line. But Joe Burrows is a, is is a, is a I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. That dude is slick. He the comes out of there. Yeah, yeah he the comes Bengals. out and you're like, damn, how was he not tackled? Yeah, the yeah. Bengals look He's... the Bengals look better to me against the Chiefs in the three games from the two games last year to this year. It seemed like this year when we played the Bengals, we really had to go outside the box. We did things. We were down three points in the middle of the third quarter and on fourth and goal to three, they go for it and got, they got the touchdown. But it just seemed like the Bengals really controlled that game. Granted, it took Travis Kelsey's fumble to get Bengals back into it, but it seemed like they're yeah. a lot better team and they create a lot of matchup problems with the Chiefs. Yeah, and 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 Joe Burrow is just that guy. He ain't making no excuses. Joe Burrow. That's one thing I gotta give Joe Burrow. He may Joe. You ain't never gonna hear Joe Burrow. And that's the one thing I like about him. I like about Pat. There's never any excuses, right? He right. come out. We lost. We didn't get it done. That may be as simple as that. He gonna say I was I was missing two. You know, we had a lot of injuries. You know, here some other coaches. We we were missing this person, missing that person. We tried to piece it together. They just outplayed us. No, it we lost. And so he's that guy. He's thinking of ways right now. Okay, how can I get around all of this stuff? Because yeah. he comes out of there sometimes, and he'll get, I, even watching him all year. I'm like, damn, how did he get away? How was he not yeah. sacked? It'll drive you crazy. It will drive yeah. you crazy. So I'm going with the Bengals. Um, I want a good game. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I think, I think all the games are going to be good. I think these two games, I don't know, they're just more. It's more to it. Or, or I think it, people the storyline. I think, and I think the biggest thing is the storyline because yeah. it, yep. it, it it really seems like the NFL is trying to push a Bills Chiefs game in Atlanta with this neutral site stuff. And that's, I just that's, don't, you know, I really just don't want them to cheat him out of it. I want them right. to be a fair game, and whoever win wins, and I don't yeah. care who it is. I think I I, after, right? Yeah, after unlike unlike Shaggy, I felt like I walked away from that Bengals game thinking that the Chiefs should have won that game and the Chiefs can absolutely beat the Bengals. And if we see them again, so I don't care who wins. I don't care if it's the Bills or the Bengals. I walked away from both of those games thinking that the Chiefs could have easily won those games. So yeah, Not they made a few mistakes. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they made some mistakes. So we gotta get you know, I think the Bing- I think the Bengals are gonna win, but yeah. And I see, I know y'all start talking like the Chiefs already won that game. Chiefs got to win their game first, so it don't matter. You know, let's let's get the Chiefs past the Jags because I think the Chiefs can do it too. So uh, let's not disrespecting this. the Jags at all. Yeah, this one right here, Tanisha, I'm gonna let you start off. Of course. <laughs> um, I think uh, I think Dallas is gonna win this game because I think Dallas is going to be the team that finally gets Purdy to get off that and get to running and get to shuffling. And I think he's going to make some mistakes. And I think we got the guys that can capitalize on that. And if we get that running game going um, and and, and uh, get Pollard and get uh, Zeke in there, I think we're going to be able to handle this. It's going to be a close game, but I think Dallas will win. All I need is a good game from Dak. I don't need him to turn the ball over and we're going to be okay. Okay, That's what I think. What you think, Shaggy? Uh, 31 to 21 Dallas. Brock Purdy's uh, going to run out with his rookie luck. Dallas is too focused in the get it. What do you think, Darren? I think at the end of the day, I think this is going to be the end of the row for the Dallas Cowboys. I'd love to see Whoa. them to advance, but look, you know, I mean, they, they talk about talk about Micah, Micah Parsons, but look, man, Micah Parsons is going to be going up against Trim Williams. That's a man out there, and I just don't see. And I, I just think, I just think, the, I think the Forty Nine just have too many weapons uh, to where I trust Kyle Shanahan's play calling more than I do Kellen Winslow. So that's that's where I'm going with it. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. I'm sorry. 
Yeah. No problem. I'm going to have to go with Darren on this one. I think the 49ers, I think they have the edge at home. They're a complete team and they're a better coach team. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm just going to go with that. Purdy, I think if he just does what he – don't try to do too much. Just does yeah. what he is. And it doesn't take – and it's, it's tough because this, to me, doesn't take anything. I think if you put the Cowboys against anybody else, this point I think they could beat those teams and make it to that conference championship. They just got a, a bad draw here because the 49ers are like on 11 game winning streak. They're playing well. And I just, if the Cowboys pull it off, hats off to them. They just haven't had the consistency. And that's, and, and that's, what, that's what bothers me this yeah, year. That's that's what, that's up, yep. Well, I'm not going to lie. Like, who are you? Yeah. It's like, what team is going to show up? Yeah. I'm nervous. It's just like, but... what team's going to show I just, the, I mean, like you got Purdy. We keep talking about Purdy, but you got Christian McCaffrey. You got Debo. You know, you got Ayu, you got, you know, Kittle. Kittle. You got so much going on. Then you turn around to the defense. Them them dudes are balling out. Bosa's like all over the place. Yeah. You know, somebody's going to have to stop him. And it's just, like I said, Kyle Shanahan and DeMarco, they're just, they're, they're, they're calling good games. They're pumped up. And that team, the defense is loving the offense. The offense loves the special teams. Everybody loving everybody. It's just like they're in sync. And I think, from top to bottom, you know, from the rooter to the tutor, I'm giving it to the, uh, hey. yeah, I'm giving it to the, to the, I don't think it's a blowout or anything like that. I think a close game. I just think they get edged out. Well, I'm just going to tell you, don't y'all worry about little old Dak. He going to come through for me. Don't y'all worry. <laughs> I don't even think about Dak's going to have a bad right. game. I just think they're going to get edged out. And that's the thing. I don't think the Cowboys are going to have a bad game. I just think they're right. going to get edged out by a team that's a little better, better coach. That's, and that's why I say any of those teams playing, the Giants or Philly, I think they would beat them at this point. Okay. So I just think the 49ers are just that team. All I right. don't know. They look like they did, you know, when they played against the, when they went to the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. All right. We're going to see. Good. It's going to yeah. be a good one. All right. Let's All right. talk about some of these coaches getting the axe. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, it was, it was crazy because we were talking about, okay, so they say that Greg Roman, they say he wasn't fired. He stepped down. Okay, somebody had a conversation with him. You ain't stepping down. Nah. You make money, you're not down stepping on. down. You're like, yeah, you. they're like, okay, you can say you stepped down. We're going to pay you some money or whatever uh, for the Ravens. <laughs> I think, you know, I, I don't think you did a horrible job. Look at what they had. That team was never a, like, name people on that team who you would call, like, stars. Or not even stars. You had Jackson. He got hurt. Stars are more on the defensive side of the football. Oh, we had oh, exactly. Mark Andrews. Yeah, and that's it. Uh, yeah. yeah, but they gave up. Guess who they gave up? They gave up last year. Wink Martindale. It was time for him to go. And look what he's done with the Giants. So that wasn't a smart move, but well, that's a whole other story. What you, what, what you got, Shaggy? You quiet over there. Uh, it's hard for me to uh, think about, I mean, what, what Baltimore would do that or – I know why I know why Lombardi did it, and I I know, and it seems like I mean I know why Lombardi's gone with the Chargers, but you know that the Cardinal situation, I think that's more on on Kyler Murray and the Cliff Kingsbury situation. You know, it just seems like they really pulled the rug out from under him. I thought he at least deserved another year. What do you think, Darren? 
Uh, well, I mean, no, I, I thought he should have been fired. You know, you can't, really? yeah. I mean, you can't go, what was it? They were seven and zero, and, and, you know, got embarrassed on national television first round of the playoffs last year. And then you, you know, you didn't get better. You actually got worse this time around. So, and, and you saw, you saw on national television on what was the Monday night football where Kyler Murray is cursing him out, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. that, you know, you can't, you, you can't do Clip that. didn't and, have that team. He lost that team. Yeah. So. But you know what? But but let me tell y'all something. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna say it. I mean, I didn't think Cliff should be fired this year. Uh, I didn't I didn't think Cliff should have been hired, but I didn't think he should have been fired this year. Um, Cliff Cliff Cliff, I mean, let's talk about it. I mean, everybody was hurt. He loses Ertz. He loses um, I mean, what uh Hob Hobbs uh D Hob didn't even get there, you know, the six games into the season. Um, you lose, um, you lose your, um, number one, um, your other number one wide receiver. Then you go up here and you get Hollywood. Then Hollywood comes in here. I mean, you end up having to go get right. I mean, it was, it was complete, uh, chaos. Connors was hurt. I mean, that team was riddled. This was one time where you can honestly say he really was working with scraps. I mean, I know it's the next man up, but hell, it wasn't no more men to get. It wasn't no more men to come up. He was, you know, so, so to me, this wasn't the year to fire him. Um, like I said, he never should have been hired. In my opinion, I think I thought he failed upwards. Yeah, and, that's, and I that's think that was do. it. I think when you that bring, was the thing. When you bring in a when you bring in a coach and a quarterback together in a marriage, I mean, you had Josh Rosen and your other coach, and they're like, mm-hmm. "No, we're going to get rid of Josh Rosen. We're going to get this coach. We're going to bring in Cliff Kingsbury and uh, Kyle Murray, and we're going to put them together." You know, just seemed like you give it more than two years. They don't you know, know what, what they're doing in it Arizona. I'm convinced of that. Like it was nah. a decision. Well, it didn't no, they work. Three it's years over. Together. You got it. They were there for three years. Yeah, they had done. They had three years together. They were there for three years. One of them, they made the playoffs. But, One year, they made the playoffs. They ended up getting hurt, my, having a bunch of still, injuries. My point is, you brought in a coach and a quarterback to put them together to make it work. It just seems like, in my opinion, they're giving. They're not giving they these people enough time. Like, like. Uh, Sam Darnold of the Jets. How long did they give him? Uh, three years? He's no, not, he's not, not long enough. No, Shaggy, Shaggy, here's the thing. That was a bad move. Hold on, Shaggy. Hold on, Shaggy, Darren. Wait a minute. Have, uh, I'm just saying, when you have, when you, when you have uh, Doug Peterson coming in one year, taking a team that was the number, that was the worst team in the league, and he, and he takes them to a division title, and then the playoffs, and he had Brian Dayball with the Giants doing that. I mean, it, 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 it's all about coaching and, and finding the right pieces for that organization. And so, no. Well, he should have, like he said, too long for those guys nah. are proven. They're proven at the NFL level. So don't even compare them to that. I, I think the Arizona Man, Cardinals. Man, wasn't a proven I, I, he was Because he was a quarterback coach. But I'm just saying, like, if you look at Arizona, look at Steve Wilkes. They gave him one year. Yeah, see, yep. and it was just, it was just, it, that was wrong. It's, I think it's something in the Arizona, and then you give him one year and you go, I'm, I'm going to hire this guy. What, why is anybody, think about it, answer this just, question for me. Why is anybody even looking at a Cliff Kingsbury who ain't won nothing? Because of Patrick Mahomes. Thank you. <laughs> they Thank saw, you. they saw, that was Patrick it. So Mahomes they hired him for the wrong channels. reasons to start yeah, with. But, yes. So that they thought, yeah, this hard. guy would be good with Kyler Murray. And it just seemed like if you're going to go that route, if you're going to get rid of the previous head coach and quarterback that you got in the first round, you have to give it longer than, than three years, especially when you come off the playoff, just because you put them together. Yeah. It's a lot of teams. Yeah. I mean, like you say, from quarterbacks and coaching and all that, they don't make the right decisions. And it shows up looking at Nathaniel Hackett, right? Yeah. He needed to go. He needed to go. I right. forgot who's looking at him. As a, as a, uh, the Jets are looking at him as an offensive coordinator, and maybe he's a good offensive coordinator. So go ahead and put him and let him do that. Because some people right. just can't run. 
Some people are better as assistants or focusing on a different, they can't run an entire team. Frank well, Wright, I, I don't know if that was him. I think Frank Wright just got a bad, I mean, whoever made the decision to get Matt Ryan, that's where you went wrong. Right. So whoever thought wow. Matt Ryan was going to come and save the day, that's where you went wrong with them. And then Matt Rule, that was always a bad pick. Well. But you're, you're going to pay these guys. You know, Cliff's in Thailand, and everybody's all good. Tanisha, I, I, I cut you off a couple of times. No, 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 no. I'm no knock that out. Cliff's in Thailand. I was just about to say I saw his girlfriend tweeted. Was wondering where it was at. <laughs> Byron, I don't think he's coming back. I don't right. think he's coming back. Got a one way ticket. Byron left, oh. which kind of kind of threw me on that. And they're gonna blame that on him. Yeah, and he's a dude that so. won when they were healthy. And you had Gronkowski. You had a Brown, Antonio Brown. <sighs> You know, you had all these guys that were healthy, and then now he's the reason you lost. Mm, yeah. No, Tom Brady's 150 years old. That's part of the reason that you lost. Right. So he doesn't have that same team. Unnecessary so. roughness. You say 150, <laughs> did you? You say 150, did you? Good Lord. I, was just, I, was I tell you one thing, though. I think some more are going to drop after this weekend. Right. There's always got to be a fall guy. I mean. You look at yeah. the and we didn't put them all up here because these are the ones I, I couldn't even go through everybody that but no, I look no, at no, no. I look at what um who was it? Is it is it the charges like fired everybody except for Staley? Yep. Got rid but of my own house. Except <laughs> for him. And I'm like, really? He's the guy that you keep? Yeah, I don't understand that. That was uh that was uh I that made no sense. And then he no. kind of cocky too. I don't like the dude. I'm nah. gonna be honest, it's just kind of <laughs> smug something about him, the way he kind of blamed everything else. I'm like, dude, come on now. He, You're the defense he, reminds guy. Me, he he reminds me of a young Sheldon. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, You're right. A young Sheldon. Yeah. Absolutely. But, uh, Rubbing everybody wrong because he think he better than everybody else. Yeah, yeah with yeah. that crazy, with them crazy play calling and all that nonsense. <laughs> yeah. The statistic guy. Yeah, okay. He got we another got some, year. We got some sports news coming up before we you guys drop off Shaggy and um Darren. Give me a give me some closing thoughts on what you think is gonna happen this weekend. Um, Shaggy, how you feeling about the playoffs? Who's in it and all that stuff, and who your Super Bowl picks before we even go. Before we even this weekend, even I like I like the Chiefs and the Bills this weekend, and I uh, like Dallas, and uh, I'm gonna go with the Giants. I okay. think they're gonna they're gonna play that uh, NFC Championship game and in Dallas, and I think the AFC Championship game will be in Atlanta. I just I feel that's just what it will be. I want Cincinnati, of course, and of course uh, I want the, want the Chiefs to play, but I think you know Patrick Mahomes is. Played in four straight AFC Championship games at Arrowhead. It looks like it, if it is anywhere else, it will be at Atlanta. But um, that—that's what I, I believe will happen. I like I said, I want Cincinnati, and uh, I want to thank you all for having me on your show. Uh, maybe I can come back in a couple of weeks. Absolutely, I mean, but tell everybody where they can find you. Find Absolutely. me on YouTube under Shaggy Shane Chiefs, and I also do some videos with Starcade Media called Arrowhead Allies with Brian B. Shinin from Hot 103 Jams. We do Arrowhead Kickoff with Rich Baldinger, who's on Metro Sports locally here in Kansas City on uh, Sundays or Saturdays, about 30 minutes before the game. So check out Arrowhead Allies and Starcade Media. Noah Groniger and Clint Schweitzer will be on Radio Row, so I'm sure they'll run into Darren on Radio Row down there in Arizona. And uh, just check me out there on Starcade. Check me out on Shaggy Shane YouTube. And uh, mm -hmm. like I said, I'd like to be back in a couple weeks, maybe 
preview and talk oh, about yeah. the Super Bowl coming up. What do absolutely, you think? Absolutely. 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 You know, absolutely. you're always welcome. You're always yeah. welcome. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you, you guys. You ladies do a great job, and Darren's always kicking ass, keeping us covered. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and you got us covered too because you're posting our stuff every week or whatever. Feel the love. And we are. I try to jump on grateful. right after the after all the Chiefs games get on YouTube. I'm putting the comments right. in there or whatever. So I oh, love yeah. that feedback. And I'll be I'll be I'll be on my YouTube live immediately after the game, okay. breaking it down. And I appreciate you both always watching. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, it's fun because yeah. the emotions are there and everything right after the game. So that's fun. Yeah, Damn. man. My, my mom used to love to watch you, man. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Love to watch you. Darren, All right, what Darren. you got? And tell everybody what uh, you can find. Well, of course, you can find me via social media platforms as well as uh, KOKC with the ship Saturday morning at 8 a.m. along with uh, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. on uh, 106.7 FM at 1540 a.m. in Parsons, Kansas. I do have the Chiefs winning against uh, the Jags. I've also got uh, them going up against Cincinnati here. If it is if it is Buffalo, I guess I have to go to Atlanta next weekend. And then I do have, uh, again, I got Philadelphia taking on the 49ers as well. So um, when it's all said and done, of course, you can catch me via social media, myself and Steve Walls. We'll be doing our pregame cheat sheet Saturday at 2 o'clock, I believe, 2 o'clock Central. We go about an hour, hour and a half before the game. And then, of course, we'll bring you – uh, locker room coverage along with uh, the pressers right after the game with Andy and Patrick and whoever else. So hopefully uh, the season will be extended after Saturday and we can sit back on Sunday and see who the Thank Chiefs you. will hopefully be playing uh, the following week in the Air- in the Arrowhead Invitational Tournament. So, <laughs> Ah, okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys coming and joining us. Thank you um, so much. As always, and we – I'm going to let y'all drop off and we're going to finish out with a little bit of news that we have. Thanks. All right. So, Tanisha, we got a little sports news. Uh, last week, I was fumbling all over the place trying to figure out his name. So, Peyton, um, Peyton Hillis. So, um, I think it's it, happy to hear he's continuing to improve after the incident um, yes. you know, involving him saving his children. So, um, what a blessing. And people were putting out prayers for him. So, it's, you know, like they say, prayer works, right? That's the so, hero, guys. Put him in his prayer. That's a hero. That's a man that went down and and and, and saved his family. And uh, I, I I my prayers with him. Um, I'm glad he's getting better. And uh, you guys keep keep praying. This man can get back to enjoy those children that he yeah. so desperately That's saved. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's some oh. WNBA news. So the two the 2021 WNBA um, Mm-hmm. MVP, she requested and received a trade to the New York Liberty. So I, I think that team, and then there's some chatter in the background about Brianna Stewart that I'm hearing that is over in Seattle. She's up to go somewhere. And if she goes to New York, they're like, Brianna Stewart, her, and uh, uh, Anescu, that, that's going to be a powerhouse team. So Trouble um, in our way. Yeah, they yeah. winning that. That's going to be rough. Yeah, oh, my goodness. That's, that's, that's a lot. More to definitely come. I think, yeah, Vegas mm-hmm. is still tough but more to come on that team so I, I i think um i wish her well she's a local you know local product so i i wish her well she'd be up there in new york and of well course, i know this one is to- close and dear to your heart because i know how you feel about it go been ahead following the kids since high school been following my more since high school and i was a little down when she said i'm stepping away i never thought when she said she was stepping away i never thought she was coming back i oh, never thought she was coming back so i, I accepted did. it i never I thought did. she was coming back because it was so much and then watching the stories and everything that she's doing, I think, um, not think, I know she's one of the best 
athletes oh. out there. But I think, and I know she's just as much as a, 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 a good person as she is an athlete. So doing what she's doing and stepping away, she has nothing to prove. The woman got all kinds of rec- gold medals, oh, yeah. NCAA championships, MVPs, you know, WNBA championships, all that stuff. She's got it all. So, um, you know, now she has a family, a husband, Absolutely. a child, and a new book. So, you know, happy for her and wish her the very, very best. Absolutely. That woman was complete. You know, it's okay to have more than one dream. Mm. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel like she's like, you know, living the ultimate life. She was able to accomplish all these amazing feats in, um, in, in, in professional um, sports. And now exactly at a very young age. And now she has moved on to the next chapter of her life. And it seems that she has settled right into that. And that's very, it's, that, I found it, that's difficult for athletes to walk away or be cut off short. She walked away and she has, done, she has not looked back. I'm so happy for her. Uh, no regrets. Everything seems to be going well. She has a child now. Um, congratulations, Maya. Um, the game, the game owes you. Uh, you'll be in the Hall of Fame one day. And, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You'll be you in know, the Hall of Fame one day to... and uh, congrats. Yep. Absolutely. That's a- all right, that wraps it up. Uh, we're looking forward to this weekend. I know how I see how Darren snuck in there. We didn't say nothing about that Chiefs background, so we're gonna let it go. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I told my yeah. nigga Giants background, but that's okay. We 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 good. So um Tanisha, you know, what what do we what do we tell everybody? Well, what do you think we tell them? If we're talking about it, you need to hear about it. <laughs> and baby, what do you say? Always hey, do what, Linda? Remember, be kind and be blessed. It's free. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to Two Gems and a Mic. Be sure to subscribe and follow. Until next time, remember, be kind, be blessed. Peace.